The following is a fourth hand production. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Oh, you know it, man. Are you? Oh, absolutely. All right. But first, what? I was just going to, I was moving too far ahead, man. I was going (laughs) to say we're doing things a little different tonight. It is going to be different, except for the drinking part. Still drinking. Still drinking. (laughs) And I got my handy dandy 60 minute IPA by Dogfish Head. We should start tagging these beer companies every time we post our episode on social media. Yeah, Um, it's probably a good idea. I think we did that for Victory, and I probably did it for Trogues maybe a couple of times. But after that, we didn't. I wish you could tag them somehow when the episode goes up on a hanker or whatever. I guess, well, no, I don't want to just put their website in the details because then that's just free advertising. (laughs) <laughs> right we just tag them yeah we just tag them we at them then they'll see it and they're like oh these guys they really like our beer except for that <laughs> one company that uh what was it distill that i had and i was like man that other beer fucking sucked <laughs> so i don't remember what that one was it was i don't know it was the one remember i told you i had it and i was like i'm not gonna have any by the time we record i had to go out and buy more Oh, yeah. Well, I tried a different one by them. It was some grapefruit shit, and it sucked. What? And... But we're not going to tag them in it. Grapefruit beer. No. Don't worry. We're not going to tag them in this, so they won't know that <laughs> I think their beer fucking sucks. <laughs> nice. What are you having tonight? I don't have any information on it, but you drank it for several episodes. But over the weekend, I saw that the local local beer distributor had it on tap for growlers. Like, oh my god, I gotta get this. It's the raging bitch. Ooh, buddy. You remember who makes it? Who makes that? Flying Dog, dude. Oh yeah, Flying Dog. I forgot. Yeah. It's good stuff. I didn't try it before. I totally got a full-on growler on your recommendation, and it's good. Oh, good. I was nervous, man. (laughs) But I'll tell you what I'm never gonna do again. What's that? My oldest daughter's boyfriend, uh, his mom makes spearmint tea, like tea bag tea, and then she throws spearmint in it, a little sugar. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's tasty. It's something different. But then I had a little bit left, and I threw in some vanilla Jim Beam. Whoa. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had to choke the rest of it down. My God. You threw vanilla Jim Beam in spearmint tea? Yeah. You're Just a madman. see man. what happened. You're you're like the mad scientist, but he's like pouring stuff into the you know the beakers, and it just blows up in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. I'll try it. See what happens. Oh, it blew up. Yikes! My whole face is just charred. I got to put out a little fire on my on the side of my beard. Jeez, man, that is. Whew. Yeah, don't do that. I won't do that again. You don't nope. have to tell me not to do it. I'm not I'm not one for mixing. It's like this is good and this is good. Put it together. Horrible. Don't do it. Nope. I'm not really sure why you thought it would be good. 
I just wanted to try it. The two are good separately? Yeah, and I put vanilla Jim Beam, or I guess any Jim Beam, in my regular cup of tea, which is just basically brown caffeinated water. I don't put sugar in it. It's just brown tea water. Yeah, but there's no spearmint in it. Yeah, there's no nothing. There's barely a flavor. Then you throw some vanilla in, and it throws in the alcohol, too, and that's all right. But not vanilla and spearmint. Oh, no. I like hot sauce, and I like ice cream cones, but I'm not going to mix the two. Come on. Actually, you've never... We got this uh, spicy chili ice cream, like spicy chili vanilla ice cream. I did not take a bite out of it, but my two older daughters actually kind of liked it. You know, I probably would try that. Actually, I probably would mix the two <laughs> just to give it a just to give it a go. You know. Yep. Yeah. What's the difference between strawberry sauce or hot sauce? Eh, I mean, it's both sauce. One's a fruit. One's a vegetable. Is it? Peppers. I guess hot. Uh, yeah, I guess you just it's just pepper juice. That's all it is. Well, you got some vinegar in it. I got a hot sauce making kit upstairs. I made some ghost pepper hot sauce. Damn, that was hot, dude. Did you put it on vanilla ice cream? Nah. Would you put it on vanilla ice cream? I didn't think I ever would, but now I might have to try it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we better get into whatever we're getting into. If we didn't even know we are getting into this till today. No, we didn't. We did not plan this. But uh, we got a wonderful email, a wonderful su- suggestion from Eileen. Yep, and she's going down here... Her beer adventure or alcohol adventure, I guess, not just beer. Yeah. And she's like, hey, guys, I found this thing. All right, let's check this out. No, <laughs> the, the, e- the entire email was just article, came across this in my Facebook feed. That's it. That was the email from Eileen, which is awesome. She's just yeah. like, good Lord, this is so mind-blowing. I've got no words. And I was like, all right, let me check this out. And I pulled it up, and I was like, what the fuck? Really? Yeah. My head exploded did you read down the whole article yeah i read the whole article it took me a couple of tries because i was like i read i read down a couple of sentences i'm like i don't that does not compute i must read again and again and again (laughs) what (laughs) yeah it is bizarre i mean i guess we could just read the whole article it's a short article yeah Uh, what was the what was the website we better give credit to the website though do you remember those guys. I can pull it up real quick. Star Daily or something? Is that what it was? Uh, Daily da- Star. <laughs> Daily Star. That was yeah. close. You did. You got Star right. And Daily, but in the wrong order. But it's a uh, DailyStar.co.uk. Yeah. I wonder, because if you look in the address bar, it's DailyStar.co.uk slash news slash weird dash news. We get rid of everything else up to that point. What kind of goodness will we find in just weird news? Real time. Here we go. Weird news. Uh, fisherman hooks mysterious creature, which looks like wriggling bootlace. Family share shock footage of flying glowing object with UFO hunter stunned. NASA scientists detect parallel universe next to ours where time runs backwards. <laughs> that, well, that's the one. That's it, man. They detect. Folks, listen to this again. NASA scientists, uh, say what you will about NASA, but NASA scientists detect parallel universe next to ours where time runs backwards. They detect this. They detected it. 
they don't speculate it. They're like, no, this is this is what's happening because we found this thing coming out of our Earth. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. No, let's just read down this article. You might have to read replay the last thirty seconds to two minutes over and over to find out. Listen to this episode a few times. Each person. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm good with it too. NASA scientists detect parallel universe next to ours where time runs backwards. An experiment in the frozen wastes of Antarctica has revealed evidence of a universe born in the same Big Bang as ours, but the rules of physics that are completely opposite. NASA scientists have detected evidence of a parallel universe right next to ours where all the rules of physics seem to be operating in reverse. Fans of sci-fi and comic books have known all about parallel universes since the early 60s. While physicists have been debating since 1952 whether we actually live in a multiverse, I'm trying to remember that guy's name. I don't remember that guy's name. We talked about him on a different episode, the Parallel Universe episode. <clears throat> uh, when quantum science pioneer Erwin Schrodinger gave a lecture that he himself admitted might seem lunatic, there's been little, little evidence so far of dimensions beyond our own. But now, a cosmic ray detection experiment has found particles that just could be from outside our universe. Boom! Dun, dun, dun. Mic drop. <laughs> this is crazy. Yes. Uh, and we, we'll get deeper into the article about why they think these particles are wrong for our universe. Yeah. But just, I mean, let that soak in. Let it sink in. What was just read to you. I I don't even know. I, I don't know. Exactly. So a, par a parallel universe, but it's running backwards. Uh, what? How does that even work? Like, so thinking about that, I thought maybe it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's hard to even grasp the idea. Does not compute. But does that, yeah, d does that mean that there's a, final form to our universe and that other one started there and at some point in existence these two universes are going to line up with the same moment or was that the moment that they lined up i was thinking more along the lines like elijah in that universe is getting younger yeah he walks backwards all the time he gets younger and what's really weird is it might say it in this article but us to them, they would think we're going backwards. Yeah, because that's the only physics that they know. That's the yeah. law of physics in their universe. <sighs> like if there was one where people just, they could breathe underwater, but they couldn't breathe on land, and then they saw us, they're like, what? Are you a, a fucking wizard? How are you doing right. this? <laughs> exactly. It, it's just so crazy to me, man. So crazy. Uh, the article goes on to say, the balloon-mounted ANITA, it's A-N-I-T-A, experiment surveys more than a million square kilometers of Antarctic ice for signals from cosmic rays. NASA's ANITA uses a giant balloon to haul delicate electronic antennas high into the cold, dry air above Antarctica, where there is little or no radio noise to distort its findings. So that's why the Nazis went down there. Mm, so they yeah. could get crystal clear XM radio. <laughs> there is a constant wind of high energy particles coming from outer space. 
some of which are a million times more powerful than anything we can generate ourselves. Low energy particles, neutrinos, can pass completely through the earth, barely interacting with the substance of our planet at all. So it's just, just, that's, that's crazy to me. Right. When, yeah, I think in the, the Fox show with Neil deGrasse Tyson and, um, the hell's his name? The guy in the seventies. Bill Nye? No. Crap. Can't remember his name. But anyway. Michio Kaku? Uh, no. The guy that said we're all made of space stuff. Star stuff. Carl Sagan. Uh, it, you know, it was this, the that series that Neil deGrasse T- Tyson picked back up. And one, one of the um, segments of the show that Tyson did, he, he portrayed himself in this boat in this deep, deep underground cavern. I, I guess there's water in there, too, because he's in the boat. But it's, it's, it's completely isolated, and they, that's a place where they try to detect these neutrinos going through the Earth in this completely isolated area. To see, you know, to study the neutrinos, see what happens. I think they just pass right on through. It's just a weird concept. Like something can just pass through our planet, like it's not even here. Yeah, and and somehow now we have, somehow we've developed the equipment to see them, uh, measure them. Yeah, how do you? I mean, how do you do it? It would just pass through the equipment. Yeah, like I don't even. I, I can't wrap my head around that. What kind of astrophysicist or engineer is like, okay, we're going to build this thing. It's going to detect, detect a thing that we probably don't even know is there. Here, here we go. They couldn't know they existed because there's no way of being able to detect something. <clears throat> well, there is a way, obviously. But to the human eye, the naked eye, before they even considered trying to monitor these, would not even know it was happening because it's just right. passing through everything. Right, so at some point, maybe we need to dig into this sometime on another show. So at some point, somebody was like, hold up, what the hell was that? Something just happened. Yeah, but how would they even know? I, I, don't, I don't know. They're just guessing, maybe. Well, no, that now, they, now they know. So they, they're specifically building the equipment to find them now. But like dark matter, that's just a scientifically wild-ass guess. They're like, okay, well... If we don't put in this thing, this extra stuff, this extra math, then our model of the universe can't work. It's broken. Okay, put in all this other stuff that is, that what makes it work the way we see it, how it works. Okay? It's just a bunch of stuff. I think, didn't they originally think there was dark matter because there were cold spots in the universe? Sort of like, it was like just, it was kind of... Uh, repelling things. I could be oh. wrong about that. So there's like extra dark spots. Like there's a bunch of lights over here, but then over here there's just like total emptiness. That doesn't seem right. But if stuff is repelling, yeah. So if you look yeah. at the, uh, I forget which one it is. Not the. It's not the radio waves one. Uh, you guys know. You you'll know it when you. It's like a purplish pink one. And it shows it's just a bunch of lights of our universe, and there's spot, there's big black spots where there's nothing there. And they were like, "Well, that's you know, that's got to be dark matter." So right, that's a matter we don't know. We don't know what it is because we can't even see it. Yeah, 
So yeah, so these neutrinos it can pass completely through the Earth, barely interacting with the substance of our planet at all. But higher energy objects are stopped by the re reassuringly solid matter of the Earth. Sorry, I couldn't see my... <laughs> I was blocked. That means that high energy particles can only be detected coming down from outer space. To detect a heavier particle, a tau neutrino... Is it a tau? I guess, right? I see a tau, tau neutrino, T-A-U. A heavier particle, a tau neutrino, coming up out of the Earth would imply that these particles are actually tra traveling backwards in time. And that is exactly what the Anita scientists have seen. Both of those sentences mess me up. I had to reread that so many times. I'm like, okay, neutrino, it's, that's lighter, so it passes through stuff. The heavier stuff is just a higher energy that can't pass through. It blew my freaking mind. I had to read it over and over. Yeah. So low-energy particles, neutrinos, can pass through the Earth. High-energy particles or high-energy objects are stopped by the reassuringly solid matter of the Earth. So that means that the high-energy particles, wherever you're measuring from, those high-energy particles should only be measured from the opposite direction of solid Earth. But this, they're picking them up coming out of the Earth? Yeah, so these particles, if I'm, I'm not smart, but if I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. So they're saying this tau neutrino, this heavy particle that can't penetrate Earth, they're detecting it coming out of Earth, which doesn't make sense because it can't penetrate. Right. With, with what we know about neutrinos, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so if you're thinking, oh, it's just coming from the other side, it can't. Because it can't go through the Earth. So this is somehow coming out of... I I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that's what leads them to believe that there's a, a backwards in time somewhere else because they should only be coming from the other direction. Yeah. So somehow they're coming back out. Ugh. Yeah. Back. <laughs> that's exactly what the anita scientists have seen you want to describe the picture all right so this uh this thing this anita the thing that they somehow put up in space or not in space but they put it up there with a balloon it almost looks like if you've ever been to uh, a sporting event or something like that it almost looks like the speakers you see hanging down from the ceiling Yes, exactly. It's a whole, like, array of megaphones and speakers, and all it needs is a big-ass screen under it, and then it'll, it'll look like a like a basketball game. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. I mean, you guys can look it up, but that's, a, that's the best that we can describe it as. It almost looks like it pulls in sound as well as projects sound at the bottom there, right? Or is, or it is looks that like, solar? Like megaphones, like bullhorns. Yeah. But then, yeah, like you said, the it looks like solar panels, but maybe they're collecting something else. Yeah, I was thinking they almost look like, uh, <laughs> you know, like an amp that you plug your guitar into at the oh, bottom yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. They kind of resemble that. But it's huge. They have it on this gigantic crane, and they're like, ah, we're going to send all this stuff up with a balloon. 
There's a guy standing to the left uh, there. You see him? Yeah, that dude is only as tall as the bottom panels. Yeah. And this thing is... So you got the bottom panels, then you got a row of megaphone-type things above that, which are about the same height as the little uh, the panels at the bottom. Then you have another gap above that. Which probably looks it's a little bit taller than that space. The, yeah. The height of the megaphones. And then you have two more rows of megaphones, and then you have more solar panels up at the top. Let's assume this guy's six foot tall. It's 6'12", 18, 24. Like, this thing is, what, 40 feet high? 40 feet high? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man, this thing is... It, and they just put it up in a weather balloon. And we were trying to... Before we started recording, we were talking about how in the world do they put that up with a balloon? And then we were got to talking well you know the the red bull guy he went up in like a space capsule and he was suspended by balloons so i guess it is possible it just seems yeah that's not unheard of it just seems unbelievable that a balloon can lift this thing i guess up was real you put a lot of <laughs> balloons on a house and you can float away a big ass balloon <laughs> but then my thing is i guess the balloon is pretty freaking not indestructible but pretty it's getting there to carry this big ass four story thing through the air, three four story thing, just blowing in the wind in Antarctica. Well, what are weather balloons made out of? Do you know? Uh, I have no idea. Something tough. I mean, we know they're big. We know they can go up there and they can handle all that. Yep, that's why they're weather balloons to make weather. <gasps> oh. Weather balloons are made of latex or synthetic rubber, neoprene, and are filled with either hydrogen or helium. The sides are about 0.051 millimeters thick and before release and will be only 0.0025 millimeters thick at typical bursting altitudes, which Whoa. I didn't know there was a bursting altitude, and that's not good when you have this giant thing at the bottom. Right. So I wonder if there's... No, that's dumb. Is it? I I think I read someplace else that they they just let it float around for a couple of days to measure stuff for a while. Yeah, the balloon flights last around two hours, can drift as far as 125 miles away, and rise up to over 100,000 feet, which is about 20 miles in the atmosphere. That's far. This is on www.weather.gov, so they're probably lying because it's a .gov. <laughs> Can't trust them. We're not really going to tell you what the weather balloon is made of. No. no. That's not real. Let's take a break. All right. All right. See you in a minute. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Coming at you live from this big-ass weather balloon hauling this four-story thing in the air. Actually, we're not live there, but just imagine us being there floating up on this gigantic thing with solar panels and bullhorns just floating through the air on this latex weather balloon. So we finished up with a description of that monstrosity just 
just be bopping along the air, the air, the jet stream in Antarctica, picking up shit. And that's why we don't fly over Antarctica, ladies and gentlemen, because it's the edge of the earth and we're all going to die if you go doing that crazy shit. You know, I wonder if they did it there. Because it's the ice wall? Well, (laughs) let's pretend the earth is a ball. (laughs) Uh, All right. I guess. So you know how at the poles you get, that's where the radiation comes in. You know, that's why you get the northern, the northern lights up north, because that's where yeah, a yeah. lot of the radiation... So I wonder if they did this there, because the... It's, it's juicier? Yeah, you could get more from space there. It's it's more pointed at... It's more pointed out all the time. Yeah, it like, uh, the magnetic field is weaker at the poles. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why. And there's a, there's a whole whole lot less interference out there than there is basically anywhere else on earth well yeah except for that place in uh what is it west virginia virginia it's like right there at the border where they had that whole town under like oh yeah essentially radio silence like you can have landlines but you can't have cell phones you can have wired internet but not wi-fi man Man, that would suck. Can you imagine? In today's world. Well, I mean, if you're if you're fearful of like the radiation coming from your phone infecting your mind, man, move to that rinky dink town in West Virginia and we'll, we'll mail you the podcast. We'll put it on a cassette tape and we'll mail it out to you. What is it called? Is it called Green Bank? Green Bank sounds familiar. I think that's it. Green Bank. Are we going to do this? All right. But I think honestly, I think a wired wired internet would be better for us tonight because we're having a lot of issues <laughs> with our internet yeah. connection. The West Virginia town has gone radio silent. Duh. Okay. I wonder if I've ever been by there. We've been to West Virginia enough times. I've been close to it. I'm about to go plug into my wire connection. Every time I try to do something tonight, thanks, take a serious dump. Yeah, your video is completely frozen right now. Bullshit. Can you hear me? Let's try that. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. That's what I did. What'd you do? I switched to the uh, the 5G setting for the Wi-Fi. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. The 5G for Wi-Fi in your home is way different than 5G kicking it around outside your house. Yeah, we talked about that in our 5G episode. It's It's not, although it says 5G, it's not 5G. Right. Yeah, you're right. Green Bank, West Virginia. I knew it. It's two words, not one. I was thinking it was one. When we went to uh, Tennessee on the way back, I was like, oh, I want to stop at Green Bank. I, want, I just want to go just snap a picture, see if I can like get a picture of that satellite. Have you seen that big-ass satellite they have there? No. Is it in town? Oh, it's a massive satellite, dude. It's like suspended by mountains. That's freaking awesome. Can you get close enough to get a picture? I don't know. I, that's That was my plan, and I we had passed it, and we were up the road, and I was like, shit, I wanted to stop there, and I completely forgot. Damn it all. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I'm not going to turn you guys back, even though I really want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if they're... I think they're listening to space. It's 
it's a giant, giant dish. Is that what I'm picturing? Is did you ever see the movie The Arrival? I saw Arrival. Okay, Charlie Sheen. No, Arrival. That was that newer one with like the octopus aliens. Amy Adams. That one I did not see. The Arrival. Yeah. There was one and two, but the first one was way better. But there was a mega satellite just like just in this valley of hills really pretty sure that was in the arrival it was also in the cable guy stuff happened there uh golden eye i don't know if that's where they filmed it i don't know where they filmed these places maybe it was just a studio set and it just looks freaking badass because they did well on it i'm i'm actually i'm wrong that i don't know what i'm picturing I don't know where that that one is, but so Green Bank ha- does have a giant satellite dish, and it's pointed straight up, but it's not suspended. It's not up in the hills. Like no, that. no. But this thing, I mean, it's it's fucking huge. I'm pretty sure there's one in South America. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that it, we're probably thinking the same one. It's like not. I want to say Brazil, but I. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Maybe it is. I don't I get, know. I don't know. I, I don't think we're gonna. Di- we're not gonna dig into that right now. Maybe maybe nah. sometime. But well, unless somebody knows, hey man, hit us up. Bring on the weird at gmail dot com. Throw it into our, our Twitter DMs. There was a guy in our Twitter DMs, and we have not mentioned him. We tried to get in contact with him a couple of times. Should we say it now before we even get back into all this stuff in the second yeah. half here? Yeah. He was man. I can't. It was important, goddammit. Whatever we were talking about, it was important at the time. <laughs> Do you remember what it was about? The Are you talking about the Phobias guy? Was it the Phobias guy? Uh, like user something something 22? Yeah, Sleepy Fan 22. Yeah. Didn't he send us a Twitter DM? Yeah. It, uh, sh- at Dadnarok. Dadnarok. Yeah, it says Sean and Chris. That's a cool-ass name. Yeah, honestly, very cool, very <laughs> cool. Right, you you have it up? Oh, Sean and Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. it goes. You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's from Sean and Chris at Dad in a Rock. Hey guys, I just finished the Skinwalker episode and I heard you give me Sleepy Fan Twenty Two Chris a shout out. Thanks guys, that was awesome. Uh, after I posted it, I went crap. You have no idea who that was. Lol. <laughs> and that's exactly what I thought as soon as. I saw it. I was like, I was like, oh, sweet. Somebody actually, somebody did it. And I was like, how the fuck are we? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who he is. <laughs> Sleepy fan. Yeah. Yeah. Go check out the Dad and Rock podcast. How I'm, dude, that's, that's a great name. D A D N A R O K. And that's, that's their Twitter. That's their Twitter handle, too. I, that's a cool ass name, to be honest. He gets a sticker. We got to get it out to him. Oh, yeah. My lean sticker's on its way. Pretty sure it is. So, Dad in the Rock, Chris, Sleepy Fan 22, whatever you want to go by. We didn't forget about you. We're just slow here at Bring on the Weird. <laughs> Don't worry. You are going to get your sticker. <laughs> <laughs> See? We're slow. <laughs> There's no slow-mo sound effect on my mixer, so I can't... That would be a super weird delay. I don't... That would be almost impossible, right? Probably. I mean, you could you could probably do it in the 
in Audacity or whatever. But anyway, Chris and Sean are two Midwestern dads from the East Coast. They love Star Wars, pop culture, and fatherhood. So much so, they decided to make a podcast about it. Go ahead and follow them on Twitter and stuff and things. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what we did. We like talking about all this weird shit going on. Yeah. We're like, let's do a podcast, dude. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, we should probably go ahead and do that podcast now. It's already been yeah. like 10 minutes into the. Anyway. Real quick. Because oh. you said go ahead and email us or whatever. Mm. That's exactly how this episode happened, guys. We were going to do an SCP, our typical SCP episode, but we got a, a great email from Eileen with this awesome article, and we we're like, fuck, let's do that. Yeah. And we've already said her name several times, so if you want recognition for sending us a dope article that we do a, an episode on, send us an email. Send it to us. And girls get a sticker. We love this stuff. Oh, yes. This, whew. Look at us. We we can't stop talking about this. Here we go. Yeah, let's go, man. What are you? What what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, well, Peter Gorham, an experimental particle physicist at the University of Hawaii and principal investigator at Anita, is lead author on a Cornell University paper describing the bizarre phenomenon. Cornell, they'll come. They'll come up in a future episode, like the next one. Uh oh, <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> Andy from the office. What? I don't know. He went to Cornell. <laughs> Come on, man. Give it the office. No. No, I won't. Are we going to fight about this? No. Nope. <laughs> You're just missing out. I'm not. It's fine. I work at an office. I know those things. Oh. Pointing out the sheer impossibility of the Tau Neutrino's behavior, Gorham suggests that the only way it could happen is if the particle changed into a different type of particle before passing through the Earth and then back again. Oh, cool. A shape-shifting particle. Radical. Reptilian. A, a reptilian particle. Mm. See? Now, that's a whole... That's a different universe. No. It's hollow earth, dude. We got tartar... You know, reptilians. There's a, there's a crazy-ass call about uh, hollow earth. We'll get into that. That's another episode. <laughs> it's a billion-to-one shot that might just happen once. But the Anita team have seen several of these impossible, quote-unquote, impossible events. Even as the team wrote their paper, they knew the shape-shifting particle idea was a bit of a stretch. A quote from Gorham himself. Not everyone was comfortable with the hypothesis, Gorham told New Scientist, which is another scientific website. Science. Yes, science. The Big Bang should have created equal amounts of matter and antimatter. The scarcity of antimatter in our universe has been a puzzle for decades. The simplest and therefore scientifically the most elegant explanation is this. At the moment of the Big Bang, two universes were formed. Ours and another one that formed our perspective is running in reverse. Like, how does that even, how does a backwards universe even work? I, I read that wrong. Another one that from our perspective is running in reverse. But yeah, I mean. You're right. How? How much of it does the whole thing run in reverse? Like parallel Earth, the sun sets in the east. Right? Is it? Can if you were to wrap your mind around it, can it just be? Is it as simple as mirror universe? Like you're looking through the mirror and everything is 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 exactly the opposite. 
Is it that simple? It's got to be. It can't be any. It can't be that everything goes backwards because trees would grow into the ground. Gravity would be the opposite. We would float off. That uh, it can't be. It's not opposite world. It's not opposite universe. It's, it's not just. See, but but isn't it? Or, or is everything just moving, moving in reverse? But how the hell? Ugh. I think it's just time, man. It's just time. So from our perspective, from what we see, if we were to look at it from from our physics, what we're going to see is a version of you and a version of me walking backwards through our life. We're literally walking backwards. Our, the cars are going backwards. Everything is just straight reversed. The sun does rise in the west and set in the east because from our perspective, from what we know for from our physics, is exactly reversed. So at some point, uh, a broken clock is right two times a day, right? So at some point, there is going to be a lineup. At some point, these two things in the middle of existence, is they're going to line up and everything is going to be at the same time, we're going to look at ourselves in the mirror and the reflection is going to recognize us at the same time. I would say that's the exact time you look at it. If it's parallel, shit's happening at the same time. So if I look at myself, I would be 33 there, but I would actually be aging down where here I'm aging up. <laughs> no, 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 that wouldn't work because that would essentially mean i'm middle-aged now i'm i'm talking a little bit bigger than any given person's lifetime i'm not necessarily saying a, a mirror is the portal to see your other self in that backwards universe or is it run 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 down that fucking path for a minute and, and don't sleep at night tonight <laughs> well you were saying is there a point where they line up yeah so if we were to start at the Big Bang 13 and a half billion years ago or what have you, my hang up is so we start at nothing in the one universe and in the other universe, they start at everything. We are going forward. <laughs> yep. Gra grab your head. Yep. <laughs> wow. I and that's but then the problem with that is there's no that means time has already happened. Everything's already done. So the one universe is experiencing it until they get younger, and that's their normal. And we are experiencing it as we get older, and that's their normal, our normal. What if that's what universes do? What if they expand so much, it's like uh, everything is attracted to the middle. They expand, and then they start coming back in. And then at that point, when they're coming back in, everything reverses. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, wish, I wish I didn't see what you were saying. <laughs> yes maybe we're a fairly on the multiverse scale we're a fairly newer universe so we're on our outstretch and what okay. if we get to yeah. a point where we hit i don't know a barrier i don't know we hit you know maximum uh, yeah. maximum bubble we hit that that elastic in the weather balloon yeah we get to that that point where it's 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 ready to burst but then we don't burst we retract into an ultimate implosion. So they didn't have a Big Bang 
explosion. This other universe had a Big Bang implosion. Well, or will have. N- no, I'm saying what if their <laughs> that universe already went through their early phase and now they're contracting. So they didn't start off big. They've already done their full expansion and now they're They've going already- back. And we're living but, in our going back phase in that one. And here, we're in the new phase. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you follow? <laughs> uh, so so it's, a, it's a loop? It's perpetual. We're going to do this again. But different? Well, no. I'm not, I'm not really saying that. Every time... Well, hold on a second. Let, okay. Every time we expand, every time we expand and get... The layer of our balloon, uh, the le- the edges of our universe, gets thinner and thinner so that we can expand a little bit more with every expansion. And then eventually we're going to get so far, it's going to be the the edges of our expansion. We're going to go back in, and then we've got like a like a floppy a floppy balloon. You've already blown it up, and it's a little floppy. And then you can blow it up again, and it stretches a little bit more. So now we have more room for more stuff. So now there's more room for more choices, more things and stuff to happen. Not just lights, but more stuff. And one of these days, we're going to relive this moment in reverse. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but what? So in the the multiverse, the parallel universe theory. Okay. There's a universe where I am Will and you're Elijah. Like there's there's a universe for everything. So what I'm right. saying is that universe is contracting after it reached its uh uh I don't know, elastic limit. Okay. So they're contracting, everything is going opposite now, but we're there. So here we're still expanding. We're going forward in time. There. From our perspective. From how we understand physics. Correct. Okay. But there, it seems normal to them to be contracting and going backwards in time from our our perspective. So, I don't fucking know how to explain this, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That's a whole other like level of existentialism. Because right now we're like, okay, cool. All right, the universe is continuously expanding. That galaxy over there is continuously getting far away. But then in the in the other universe, the normal is oh shit. That galaxy is continuously getting closer and I'm getting younger and eventually I'm not going to exist. I'm not going to know that I exist because I'm going to be an infant without memory. Fucking Benjamin Button, dude. That guy. <clears throat> they knew it. They knew what <laughs> he was from that universe. He was the background. Oh, oh shit! He came here. Yeah. That's why we know his story because he came here somehow. Yeah, but he, but then his life, his physical form is still going backwards. Yeah, because he was born there. No, he was born here, wasn't he? He doesn't vibe with our universe. I don't know. He's not in tune. His his frequency is still on mirror universe. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to watch that movie ever again. Same way. <laughs> what hand do you write with? My left hand. No, that's your right hand. No, that's my left hand. No, that's your right hand. 
What universe am I in? <laughs> you mere motherfuckers. <laughs> what the fuck? Good lord. Where are we going? I don't even remember where we are. Oh. The simplest and therefore scientifically the most elegant explanation at, is this. At the moment of the Big Bang, two universes were... I already read that, didn't I? You may have, but it feels good <laughs> to, to have a review. Here we go. Two universes were formed. Ours and another one that, from our perspective, is running in reverse. Yep, I read that already. <laughs> of course, if there were any inhabitants of this mirror universe, they'd see ours as the backwards one. I said that earlier. I said it might be from this article, and guess what? It was. <laughs> The team could just have discovered splinters of an anti-universe, which that sounds scary. A little bit. If the team's findings aren't the result of a bizarre experimental error, the implications are incredible. Ibrahim? Ibrahim? Ibrahim. Ibrahim. It's like Abraham, but different. Ibrahim Safa, who also <laughs> works on the experiment, says, quote, we're left with the most exciting or most boring possibilities, end quote. I mean, isn't it? Yeah. That's a 50-50. Like, yeah, that's just like, like a, his version. Today is going to be partly cloudy. Or it'll be a fucking tsunami. <laughs> like, you get a boring, a boring one or an insane one. But that was the end of that article. Right. It's, uh... How did I get to this article? I, I found a different article, kind of... Was that New Scientist? No, Science Alert. Said a little bit more about this, but... I mean, it was basically the same article. Basically, if we were looking at the mirror universe, we would see time moving from the future to the past, but from the perspective of that universe, it would look like our time was moving backwards, not forwards, the researchers suggest. Yeah. Time is not something that pre-exists, one of the physicists, Julian Barber, from the University of Oxford in the UK, told uh, Olivia Goldhill at Quartz, uh, whatever that is. The direction and flow of time we have to, to deduce from what's happening in the universe. When we look at it that way, it's natural to say that time begins at the central point and flows away in opposite directions. So, if we go down this path, what happened was when the Big Bang, whenever these universes collided, they're in the middle of whatever is going on. Not not the beginning of the Big Bang, not the end of the big implosion, I guess. Sure. But in the middle. So whenever these universes collided and we are aware of this collision, we are continuing forward on our expansion and they are continuing forward on their implosion Im Im what's the opposite of expansion explosion implosion expansion in my mansion i don't know whatever the opposite of expansion is well you know what's really weird about that one if the big bang is what happened here which who knows that's what they say maybe maybe not yeah oh yeah that we knew that's when boom things happened in that universe things just existed forever that's what is see our from our perspective that is like you know what i can't i can't deal with that that's not a thing i can i can wrap my head around and in our perspective in our universe our laws of physics were like okay well 13 and a half billion years ago things happened things moved away and here we are, somewhere in the mix of it, 
and the universe is continuing to expand. Like, you and I were born only three and some change decades ago. Yeah. Ten years ago, ten years and some change ago, and the great, great expansion of this universe. So, the Elijah and Will of that universe were born in somewhere in the middle of this great, great implosion of the universe. Well, judging by the way things are going now, I'd say we're about at the end. So they're about to I mean, they're about to collide. <laughs> the Earth. We're getting close to the end of the Earth. Not the Earth. The end of humans. I got another weird theory for you, real quick. All right. What if our universe is pushing on theirs, causing it to contract? Ooh. So. Who are the bad guys? Damn it. I'd say we're the bad guys. We're killing them. But we're trying to preserve ourselves. Yeah, but if I go out and kill a baby to eat it just to survive, I'm the bad guy. Oh, see, that's what happened in Alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strong verse of the week. I mean, this, this no, it didn't. I was going to say this happened in a, in a comic book story. Uh, the Illuminati in Marvel Comics was made of Captain America, Doctor Strange, Namor, Black Panther, what's his name? Mr. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure there was somebody else floating around in there. But anyway, there was a storyline that happened that somehow another equal Earth come into existence in our in in one universe. And the heroes of both Earths try to save their their earth and what ultimately had to happen for one to survive the other had to die so there was a couple of heroes from this well from the perspective of one story it was the invading earth so some heroes from the invading earth had to come to the earth that was ultimately going to prevail and the illuminati "Quote unquote," those particular heroes that sat in, in the big chairs decided it would be a good idea to eliminate that other Earth so that they could survive. Wow! <laughs> yeah. How have we not made a shirt yet that says "Illuminati"? <laughs> You're right. The uh, mm, I I can get dirty. <laughs> I can get I can get real dirty real quick, but I don't know if I should. Do you want to get Illuminati? <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs and ask my wife that. <laughs> oh, shit. That's your sister. I'm sorry. <laughs> Baby factory shut down, brother. I, I could as cut it out. As naughty as you want. I just don't want details. You just, you, just do, you just do whoever you want in your bedroom. It's not it's up to me. I could cut it out of the podcast, but I can't cut it out of your ears. <laughs> so you already heard it, so... It's it's welded into my brain. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right now I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit, oh, man. There's we didn't even. I wouldn't consider anything we said tangents. We were just speculating on all the things that this could represent for for life, literally existence as we know it. Yeah, this could be one of the few episodes that we didn't go on a lot of tangents. Like a deep, I mean, we didn't focus on the article necessarily, but we still focused on the the topic at hand. Right. But, I mean, can, uh, 
wherever this other mirror universe comes into existence, do we are we constantly like bumping into it sometimes? Like every time somebody looks into a mirror, there's only like another like we kind of bump into the other universe. But that's not the midpoint. Every time you take a selfie, the mirror universe dies a little because you now you've captured part of the mirror universe in your selfie. Whoa, you're assholes! <laughs> what selfies of assholes? Selfies of assholes. No, look, hey, secret <laughs> butt cheeks is a whole thing on Instagram. It's <laughs> NSFW, not secret butt cheeks. Secret butt cheeks is not NSFW. It's very funny. It, it's hilarious. Yeah, and I'll I'll tag him in random shit. Like somebody had two bubbles. No, uh, here we go, right on the bubble thing. Somebody had bubbles on on a floor and it was two bubbles right next to each other and they were kind of bumping bumping bubbles Uh oh hey hey (laughs) trying to kill the other bubble i'm like this looks like some clear secret butt cheeks and secret butt cheeks is like it looks like those bubbles are twerking now that we've said twerking we've got to end this episode you can't go any further if you say twerking First of all, thanks, Eileen, for sending us that one. Holy smokes. Absolutely. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Thank you. That was uh, <laughs> that was great. It goes right along with the Horton Here's the Who thing. Oh, my God, it does. Yeah. Uh, here. So, hey, I don't know. What do you think about the Mirror Universe? Where does that, does that blow your mind? Does it keep you up at night? I don't, I don't know. I can, I can think about this stuff for so long that I'm like, eh. Still got to work tomorrow. Are you asking me or asking them? Yes. <laughs> so if if you feel like Elijah that you need to email us at bringontheweird at gmail dot com, it's fine. You you can go ahead and do that. We'll we'll read that on the air too. I just got a vent, man. Sometimes I got a vent. It's like a diary, <laughs> you know. Dear Bring on the Weird, <laughs> I've had these crazy feelings at night. I've seen my other self, and he's running backwards. Walking backwards, even. Good God. The baby went right back into the womb. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> also, Joe bought a slice of pizza today from me, and he he didn't even say hi to me. He just took the slice of pizza, and uh, now I'm sad. I wanted to say hi to him, but I'm just too shy. <laughs> Dear Diary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. On that note, yeah, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, all those places. You know, basically yeah. everywhere. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star. Give us five stars. Don't review the show. Don't tell us how we're doing. We know how we're doing. Horrible. <laughs> we don't know what the hell we're doing. Correct. But but tell us, tell us how you would eat pizza backwards. Pizza Hut, man. Pizza Hut. Stuff crust. Backwards. Those bastards. They're from the other universe. <laughs> at Pizza Hut. I'm atting you. Hashtag Pizza Hut. That was a whole campaign for a long time. Eat pizza backwards. You spin it around, you eat the crust first. Those motherfuckers. Those. Oh, man. They came here from there. Yeah. They're the Benjamin Buttons of now. Or then. The Benjamin Buttons of pizza. Oh, hell no. Boycott them. Hashtag that Benjamin Buttons of Pizza. Hashtag <laughs> Boycott Pizza Hut. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even say the N-word like uh, Papa John. N-word? 
Yeah, Papa John. That guy? Oh, that. The day of reckoning is coming. I've eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> no, you didn't, Papa John. He might Stop have. Stop it. He was fat and <laughs> greasy when he said that. He might have. <laughs> he just wanted to check the quality. Uh, the day of reckoning is coming. Is that why Chuck E. Cheese pieces are all janky and pixelated when you get them? Is Chuck E. Cheese still around? Yeah, man. There's like four of them. <laughs> In the whole world. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. But this is our first tangent. Yeah, the, here we go. There's a crazy theory that Chuck E. Cheese uses slices from pizza that you throw out. To form another pizza. <laughs> yeah. I like to get that trash pizza. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's wrong. But in the mirror universe, trash pizza's cool. That's where the pizza comes from. <laughs> oh, oh God. It comes backwards. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Are we talking feces? Not feces pizza. Oh, I thought you were talking about like South Park where they, they ate through their butt and then they just pooped out of their mouth. Oh, God. It's not pizza. Fisa? I don't know. <laughs> Good gravy. Stay weird, world. We'll see you next time.